welcome to Dylan's Debate. My name is Dylan, and I'll be your host for this podcast. So if you have been listening to my podcast, then thank you so much for listening. If you are new, then thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, we will be talking about the NFL reopening. But instead of just me in this episode, we have a special guest. And the special guest is... Adam Schefter. Now, if some of you don't know who Adam Schefter is, then he is the best sports reporter in the NFL. He is an expert who knows everything sports with over 8 million Twitter followers and 1 million Instagram followers with five books written. Hi, Mr. Schefter. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on my podcast today. How are you and how has your quarantine been lately with a bunch of sports just starting to return? Well, I think you know very well how I'm doing, and I think you know very well how my quarantine is going, but I appreciate you having me and making the time for me. I don't know how you fit me into your busy schedule between your podcast classes, your tennis lessons, your basketball lessons, and your Peloton spinning exercises, but I'm thankful that you granted me this time today to join you, and it's amazing that we live in the same home and we're not even in person. We're doing this through technology that you know through the Anchor app, if I could plug that app. And I'm in my home office and you're in your room. So we're not even doing this face to face, but we're doing it in person. And I'm just honored to be on the Dylan's Debate podcast. Thank you. Um, without further ado, let's get into the questions. So how do you feel about the NFL returning so early when all the cases are in the rise in most parts of the country? Listen, the NFL has been very, very meticulous about testing. And when I talk to people around the league, uh, they believe the football season is going to happen. And I don't know that a lot of people would have thought that in the spring. I certainly wondered myself whether there would be games. But the defending world champion Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans are scheduled to open the season on Thursday night, September 10th. And I actually believe that game is now going to happen and the season is going to happen. I don't know how long it'll last, but the NFL has done a great job of testing and making sure people are taking it seriously. and they have given the league as good a chance as there is to pull off this season. And hopefully there'll be a lot of football this year for everyone to make up for the void that college football is leaving behind. Do, do you at all think that there are any precautions that the NFL could take any more? Do you think that there's more precautions they could take or any precautions that you think they could just eliminate? I think the league is doing everything it can Dylan to make sure that this season comes off and, you got to watch Hard Knocks a little bit on Tuesday night. You saw what it was like for the Los Angeles teams, the Rams and the Chargers, to have to go through what they do to practice and play. Yeah, it was, and, a, lot, it was a lot of, like, precautions that went on. It was like they were sanitizing and they made them, like, sanitize their hands and they were wearing masks during practice. They weren't allowed to, like, throw the ball because touch to touch. And even though, like, scientists have proven that you cannot get coronavirus through touch, well, it's, like, almost impossible to get coronavirus through touch most leagues most places just don't want to take that risk so again i understand that yeah and i think the league has done what it can to make sure it's as safe as possible i actually think that it's safer for people to be in an nfl training facility than it is almost anywhere else because they test everybody every day how many people go to jobs where they're being tested on a regular basis not many how many people go to jobs where there are temperature checks at the door and throughout the course of the day, how many people 
take it as seriously as the NFL does and have poured the money and resources that the league has into testing. So, again, there's danger and risk and everything during this pandemic, but I think the league has taken as many steps and measures as it can to make sure that the players who are at work are as safe as they can be in that environment. Yeah, I mean, like, I know some people aren't getting back to work yet, but you're definitely right. I think that they would be safe in an NFL training facility and, like, the NBA bubble down in Orlando. They're safe down there, but at the same time, it's like, you think about how many precautions they're taking, and, you know, some of these players could go to a bar or something. You know, like, how how do you think that the NFL could put their trust, put their – tell the players, like, you're on your honor, don't dis- don't go out of quarantine, don't leave your apartment or your house, because if you do, you could be, you know, suspended or fined or something. So what do you, so do you think that, how do you think that they leave their trust to the players? Well, I think that they have to basically trust that these players do the right thing. I don't even know that you're aware of this, but just the other day, there was a player from the Seattle Seahawks who was caught sneaking a female visitor into the hotel room. And when the team found out they had it on video, they cut him, cut him from the team. So everybody's got to take it seriously. And if they don't, they have to pay the consequences. That, yeah, that makes sense. Like in, and in the NBA, for example, there was some basketball player who left his home, who left the bubble because they let him go because he had to go to a family event. And he probably did. It was probably an actual legitimate family emergency, but at the same time, he posted on Instagram that day that he went to, like, a club. He went to, like, a bar, and he got caught. And then people on this show were talking about it, and they said, like, if he – and he denied it, obviously. But at they caught him, and he took down the Instagram post. So they said, why would he take down that Instagram post if it – if he wasn't at a – if he was at a strip – if he wasn't at a strip club, right, you know, because if right. – you're talking about Lou Williams of the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? Do you know what happened to him? Well, he he, he was supposed to go right to the bubble, and he and he and he stopped for a little detour for some food and entertainment at this adult complex in uh, Atlanta, and so he had a quarantine once he got back. Yeah, they should have like. Did they find him? Did they at all threaten to suspend him? I I don't know how it worked out in the end. Ultimately. Um, Again, people have to take it very seriously. If they don't, then it's going to be a problem. So you just got to do that. Yeah. But, okay, so turning away to, like, I'm going to talk. So I'm going to turn away to, like, you. Would you, if they sent you down to the camps, you said that they are very safe in these NFL training camps. They couldn't be safer. Would If they asked you... To go down there, because I know your wife is a type one diabetic, and if they my wife, wait, wait, hold on, what what do you know about my wife? I I do my research, Mister Schefter. (laughs) What do you know about my wife? I know she's a type one diabetic, and that and that that's that just happens to be one of those that just happens to be one of the health conditions that is at risk. And if you know, if they asked you, if ESPN 
or whoever manages you, whoever whoever is your agent currently, whoever does that, if they sent you down there to the training yeah. camp to interview players, because I know you've done sideline reporting for the NBA, would you be at all worried about bringing coronavirus home? Would you be at all worried about getting it yourself? Well, I don't worry about myself too much, but yeah, I don't want to expose my wife, who just happens to be your mother, and I don't want to expose my daughter, who just happens to be you. And I don't want to expose my son, who just happens to be your brother, to the virus. I mean, nobody wants that. But I'm in a situation now where I have not been at ESPN at their headquarters since March 10th was the last day I was there. I have not slept away from the house that you live in since March 10th. Yeah, because mom won't let well, you. Well, it's not that she won't let me. Is that there's there, There's been no reason for me to have to travel. Everything has been done from the house that you live in. And so I've been here and I'm not planning to go anywhere. And I do what ESPN tells me to do. And if they said to me, Hey, we need you in Florida this weekend, then I I would go, but they haven't asked that. I think they've been very understanding and very supportive and they recognize they don't want to put anybody at risk that they don't have to. And so we've been doing everything remotely. And they're going to continue, I think, to do things that way for a little bit of time here. According to, I think, a um, CNN article, or I think it was maybe a Fox News article, they were talking about how they give NFL players an excuse, kind of like a rain check. If they have someone in their family who has an underlying health Mm -hmm. condition, or they themselves have an underlying health condition, they gave them a pass. So, like, it, I mean, I feel like that's kind of a fair point there because they don't want to infect anyone. They're reasonable people down at the NFL. They're reasonable, and they're not going to, like, shove someone into a training camp if they think that it could be risky, if they think that it could jeopardize their health or their wife or their daughter or their son or their whoever they're living with. They, they don't want to jeopardize yep. that person specifically's health. Yep. I agree. Okay, so – Turning away from COVID, like you said, I so we all know that, well, some of us know that you tweet a lot on Twitter. You have the quickest thumbs I've ever seen on a person. I just want to point that out right now. Um, are there still trades and contracts being signed right now? And is there still breaking news going on? Like, how are you keeping yourself busy work-wise? Well, it's always busy. The NFL never sleeps, as you know, Dylan. You've, you've gotten to watch it firsthand and so yeah we've got a situation where right now teams are in training camps and there are players signing contract extensions and players violating team rules and players trying to make rosters so there's all sorts of storylines in the nfl and the season's getting underway in less than a month now so we're, we're starting to move into full preparation for the upcoming season and we'll see how it all plays out you know how busy it is right you, you get a, you, you have an up close See to it. Yeah, you're really busy a lot. Like, but you work from home again. So, like, some people aren't at their houses and they don't work from home. Mm-hmm. So, I'm lucky to have you like present. Like, even though you're like on your phone sometimes, you're taking calls, it's still good to have you present. Uh, well, listen, I love being present with you. There's nothing I enjoy more. So, hopefully, I'll continue to be present. It would be nice to eventually get out of the house at some point in time. But I don't anticipate that coming anytime soon. What do you think that ESPN is going to do in the future to get their employees back? Do you think that they're going to, you know, ESPN, I've been there, is already, you know, it's not a packed place. There's 
people and areas, but I think that definitely the crew could like wear masks sometimes. Well, and, hold on, you, you've been to ESPN, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, you you've taken me a few times, but like, if if that's you know. The, it, the hallways aren't that crowded. I'm sure they could do a lot because in some places like the city on sidewalks like that, that's crowded. See that you can't really can, you can control that, but it would just be hard to have the city reopen again. But what do you think that ESPN is going to do to get people back in their building? Uh, well, I think that they're doing uh, everything that it can to be safe and smart. And th- there are people back in the building, but they've only said that people that have to be there should go. They want everybody working from home right now if they can. And so that that's what they're trying to do. But let me ask you a question. What do you remember about visiting ESPN? What do you like about visiting there? I, I like it because it, it will, first of all, it's not crowded. So that could be easy for social distancing. And they have like a few state like when you're in like kind of the cafeteria area, it's not that crowded, especially there, like where you sit down to eat. It's not crowded in the studios. It's not that crowded. Like when you'll go to your desk, it no one's really in there except for like the camera crew and like the reporters. But there's only a few reporters in there and like maybe 10 people from the camera crew in there. So I feel like they could put masks on people. They could do sanitizing because it's a big building. But of course, they can always have a lot of social distancing and it, it wouldn't be that crowded anyways. So, you know, turn. I'm now I'm going to turn. I'm going to like go back again to the NFL. I know you said that you don't think that you don't know how long it's going to be until the NFL gets shut down. But, you know, no, I, I don't think the NFL is going to get shut down right now. I don't think that really. Yeah, no, I think they're going to keep playing games. Yeah, that's correct. Well, you, I know you were telling me that they they don't travel as much as baseball because the NFL doesn't travel as – like, baseball travels a lot. NFL doesn't travel a lot. Baseball travels a lot, but ba- the NFL doesn't travel a lot. And you were saying how – because traveling is kind of, you know, how this thing started because someone – traveled and they spread it to another person another person traveled they spread it to another person it, it's more this virus is more of a ripple effect than anything and some 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 nfl workers in manhattan some people who work in that building are saying that they think that the reopening of the nfl is rushed and it opened like way too soon they don't want to go back but the nfl is forcing them and by august 15th they have to be in but what's your opinion do you think that they should feel like they shouldn't want to go back to the office? Or do you think that with some precautions, they could make it better? Now listen, Dill, we're, we're in a time where everybody has their own feelings about what is right and what is wrong. And there's no right answer. Everybody's got different situations in their life. We have some people that have pre-existing medical conditions. Some people who are in families with people who have pre-existing medical conditions. Some people who are single and are by themselves and it's easy for them to go into an office. They don't have to worry as much. So everybody's in a different situation. No, nobody should be made to do anything that they're uncomfortable doing. And I think that that's a situation where basically um, people are doing what they need to do at this time to look out for themselves and their families. The NFL is intent upon playing the season I believe it wants to go ahead. I don't know what it would take to shut down the season, but I would think it would take something like 
an outbreak. I hopefully that doesn't happen. And hopefully football goes on because I think people like it. I think it's great for the economy. But again, I, I don't know how it's gonna all unfold. The people involved don't know how it's gonna unfold. But I know that up until now, they've done all the right things to make sure that the sport is on its feet and hopefully we'll keep going. Do you think that there are per se bound to be more cases in the NFL because Dr. Alan Sills, the chief, the NFL's chief medical officer, he thinks he's, you know, he's assuming as um, as a healthcare worker, he's obviously very intelligent when it comes to this thing, when this stuff. He's saying that there will be more COVID-19 yeah. cases as the season goes on. Are you are you anticipating that as well? Well, if Dr. Sills says it, and Dr. Sills has been a guest on the Adam Schefter podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> then, I be- then I believe it. Dr. Sills is a very smart, intelligent man. He knows what he's talking about. And again, I'll take his word for it. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a reporter. But if these people believe that there's going to be more, I, I think that sounds like it's going to be the case in the fall or the winter. Uh, that certainly seems to be the expectation of doctors and scientists that we're going to get another wave, which means, you know what that means, though? It means you're going to probably be home more, doing more virtual school. How do you feel about Oh, that? no, yeah. Like, for some of you, I go to a school where they give you a choice. Do you want to go online? Do you want to stay home? So your wife, Mr. Schefter, says that I should stay home for a month to see how everything turns out. She wants to see how the precautions work because, you know, again, she doesn't want me to be sent to school where I'm kind of testing out the precautions. Like, do they work? Do they not work? So other kids are going to have to go and we're just going to have to watch closely and see how it works. And if it's good after a month, my, your wife will send me to school. If it's not good after a month, then she won't because. How do you feel about that? Well, I want to go back to school. And just two days ago, I was getting a physical checkup at the doctor. And he's explaining to me that he thinks my dad asked him, like, what do you think that do you think that it's good for the kids to go back to school? Do you think that they should go back to school? And he said, yes, I think it's good for them socially, because socially wise, kids going back to school is great. But, you know, Health-wise, it might not be so great unless the school has precautions to protect the kids. Because kids, you know, you kind of have to, if they're young enough, you have to watch them very closely. Because you don't know if they're going to get up out of their seat and go hug their friend. Or if they're going to go sneeze and not cover their mouth. Or if they're going to cough and not cover their mouth. You don't really know. Some kids, some little kids are just unpredictable when it comes to like, you know, covering your mouth when you sneeze, coughing, taking your mask off and all of that. You just have to kind of the teachers have to keep a really good eye on the kids, because, again, if the, if an outbreak happens where the nurse detects like a little bit of a runny nose, if they don't detect it, whatever it is, it might fall on their hands because they're the one who is patrolling the students and who is looking for signs of covid or a fever or the flu or whatever it is they just want to get them out of the school i'm gonna now i'm gonna turn to college football and i know you watch college football when it's in season but your your alma mater michigan just canceled their season well the big 10 canceled their season and they they just happen to be part of that so and pac 12 as well so do you think and as i was saying like covid is a ripple effect what some someone travels they give it to another person but this this whole virus is a ripple effect and again it it 
it's 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 a ripple effect when it comes to like events and things like that. So for college football, Big Ten and Pac-12 have already canceled their season. So what do you think? Why why do you, do you think that other teams, other any NFL teams, any well NFL's already in season or do you think that maybe any other college organization going to cancel their their football season because Big Ten and Pac-12 have, have canceled it already? Or do you think that they'll just let it go and be like, well, we're in an area where it's not that bad, so. I think we're going to see more college football teams and programs cancel their season. I don't think we've seen the last of that just yet. Again, I think the NFL is planning to go on. I think that there have been some sports that have had success, and it wasn't long ago that we thought baseball was on the brink. And having its season canceled and it managed to persevere. And I think football is going to adopt the same approach and it's going to try to push through no matter what. We'll see if it can succeed. But again, I think we're going to see more and more college football programs um, lose their season. But like I said, I think the NFL is planning to go on, Dill. Okay. On a different note, we know that you watch the NBA. So how do you feel about the bubble? And do you think that it's ineffective or effective? Well, look, it's been very effective so far. The NBA's basically finished its regular season. It's about to go into its postseason with playoff games. Uh, they've done a lot of cool things. Yeah, they have the virtual fans in the stands. Which that's, are... that's really cool. Like, yeah. at first we were watching that. We were so stunned. Like, how are they doing that? Do they have, like, seats? And then they're putting, like, little computers in the seats. But, no, they have, like, a screen, apparently. It's, like, a huge screen. It was, it was incredible. But continue. Basically, it's been very entertaining to watch. Look, it's sports. We, we missed that during the pandemic. It, it, there was no action. Shows on TV were all the streaming shows. There were no live events. So here are live events, and the NBA's managed to pull it off in a bubble in Orlando. The NHL has pulled it off in a bubble in Canada. And and they've done, those leagues have done a great job of putting on those sports. So, again, I, I think it's great to have them back, and uh, hopefully it will continue on without any issues. Yeah, hope I, I hope that, like, the bubble, you know, I hope that – at the end of the season, because I know some people in other states, some small groups, of people in other states have, and I and I'm pretty sure I said this before. Like they will once the outbreak they think is under control, the sign of it it might just send them running because if they think that the outbreak is low, they're gonna be like, oh well, the outbreak is low. Maybe we can just go out for to a bar or something for a drink just to celebrate this. But you know. I don't necessarily think that's smart because just because there's signs of the cases that are dropping, then that doesn't really mean that they should be going out. But what's your take on it? Well, I think that, again, it's incumbent upon everybody to behave responsibly, to do the right thing. Everybody, whether it's in sports or another line of work, they have to make the right decisions. If you're a dad, you have to do the right thing. If you're a student in school, you have to do the right thing. Everybody's got to look out for their fellow person to make sure that they do the right thing, I think. Yeah. So you're saying if like one NBA player leaves the bubble, they're like, oh, well, the cases are going low. Maybe we can just go out for a drink. Do you think that 
there will be another NBA player who will say to him, no, don't do that right now because just because the outbreak is low, it doesn't mean that we can leave yet. We still have to stay here. Like, Because I know I was t- I was telling you last night that, you know, they're at the Boardwalk Hotel in Disney, which is a gor- – they might be there, and it's a gorgeous hotel. And I and I asked you, do you think – do I th- – do you think that they – are allowed to leave that hotel room? Do you think that they are allowed to leave or do they have to stay in? Because I thought that they could put on like a mask and then walk on the boardwalk and maybe get like some ice cream or go to a restaurant outside. Cause you know that it's a beautiful hotel with a lot of outdoor space and they could definitely do something with that. So I just want to know, what do you think? about that do you think that they could go out of the hotel if they take proper precautions if no they really they're, they're, to? They're, they're not allowed they have to stay in the bubble that's the rule when you they, don't think that they could like t- go out of the hotel for a second just no. walk on the boardwalk well no no they, they can go out of the hotel whatever i i haven't been down there but i mean we've been there before but i've not been down there when they have basically outlined the boundaries for the bubble so whatever whatever the rules are down there they can abide by if 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 there's a certain area that is not contained within, the, they can't go there. If there is an area that is within the bubble, they can go there. Whatever's in the bubble, I don't know what it is, but they are allowed to go within the bubble and stay in that area. They're not all, like Disney Springs. Remember, we went to lunch there. You or we went to the NBA experience. You and I. Yeah, that was really fun. I love that. Right. So I think I don't know whether that's in or out of the NBA bubble right now. I I just don't know. I I I, I don't. I don't know either, but it could be because I was watching, we were watching the news like a few weeks ago and they were talking about how Disney World's reopening. And at first you think like, what, how could they reopen in the middle of a pandemic? How dumb is that? But no, they reopened in such a smart way that you would actually think that it's pretty safe. They're requiring masks and temp checks and sanitizing stations, which honestly most places are doing right now because I heard Universal is reopening with precautions. Great Wolf Lodge is reopening with precautions. Like all these places need to get some revenue in or else they're going to shut down. So I can see how they would like to do this because even though cases are still so high, they could they could pull this off if they have the proper precautions. Well, they, they've been pulling it off so far, and hopefully they'll continue to pull it off. Hopefully. Now, I'm going to ask you one last question. You can ask do whatever you, you want. Do Actually, would you be worried? So, again, would you be worried if they sent you down to the bubble? Like, that's just the training camp question, but – would you be worried if they sent you down to the bubble? Well, Would you at all be I worried? I think you'd be cautious and careful if they sent me down to the bubble. And and if they send you to the bubble, they test you before you go in. And once you go in, I think you probably feel as safe as you can feel. And you've been very careful about it. I, I, I'd like to think so. I, I You know, knock on wood, uh, nobody's gotten sick yet. And uh, hopefully it'll stay that way. And... um. For some of you who don't know this, my dad is a workout maniac. He works out like every day on a bike ride and he's, he's very healthy. He's very healthy. He doesn't, he only puts like fruit and vegetables into his body. So he's a very, he's a relatively healthy guy. So, you know, some of the people I know, my brother was going through this. He's saying that like some of the people who were getting really sick was like people who didn't take care of themselves, who were more obese and who didn't really like eat healthy or who just didn't really work out. And that com- makes total sense. Yeah. Well, listen, you have to take proper precautions. 
everybody does. Whether you eat healthy, not healthy, whether you're in shape, out of shape, young, old, short, tall, heavy, light, whatever it is, everybody has to be smart with this. Everybody. And so, again, you have to be smart and you have to be considerate of your fellow person. So I, yeah. try, to be, I try to be considerate of you and your mom and your brother and, uh, and our dogs and our dogs. We, we try to do the best job we can to make sure we're looking after one another. Right. Yeah. We kind of have to now, cause some people, you know, some people could think that they're immune to the virus because they eat healthy, da da da. Like, you know, some people, if they eat relatively healthy, if they do all of that yes. and you know, you think that you're immune to the virus, you could very well be, if you take care of your body and you, you, then you I got a question there. for you. Do you do you have a do you have a non-virus question? Yes. Okay. okay. Um let's get to that. So finally, what advice do you have for kids? That's a great question. That's a great question, Dylan. I think you probably have heard many of these things from me before. You never like to hear them then. Hopefully you'll yeah, enjoy because you I don't know. You've repeated treat people the way you want to be treated since I was five years old. So please continue. No, since you were born, actually. But that's okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I came out of the womb, you were like, Dylan, treat people the way you want to be treated. Then you strapped me in my car seat. Exactly. So that would be one thing. And I would say that it's very important to uh, work hard, to read every day. What do I say to you? What do I say to you at the beginning of the pandemic? I said, every day I want you to... To read for an hour, read for 30 minutes. I, w- I want you to exercise your body and exercise your mind 30 minutes a day for each, right? Like read for 30 minutes and exercise for 30. And then you can do whatever you want the rest of the day, right? Yeah, I really hope parents aren't listening to this right now. If, in in that case, I'm so sorry if you're going to do this to your children because re- I, I like reading. Trust me, I like it sometimes. If I'm reading a good book, then I like reading. If I'm reading a bad book that just doesn't make any sense to me, then I'm really, then I don't like reading. But, and working out for me too, I'm not a huge workout queen. Like my dad's a workout king. But otherwise, I'll do like spin classes with my friend Soleil. And, um, you know, she, she has a bike at her house too. So we'll do the same class at the same time. And we'll just FaceTime and it'll be fun because she's like really good with the bike. But dad, you're really good too. Like my dad has been on like 100 bike rides and like 200 workouts because we, we have a Peloton tread and bike. But he does a lot of workouts nonstop. Well, again, I, that's my release something that I love and uh, recently you've gotten into a little bit and I think it's good that you're doing it and I think the more you do it the better it is for everybody and so uh yeah that's uh that that's the deal thank you Mr. Schefter thank you so much for your time and coming on this podcast I really appreciate it well uh again I'm ready willing and able to do your podcast anytime uh, I don't know how you tracked me down. I don't know how you got me to agree to do this, but I, I have your phone number. Oh yeah, yes you do. You you sleep in my bedroom every night during the pandemic. No, you have a couch in your bed, so I sleep in mom and and on on the couch. Right, as I said, you sleep in our bedroom every night during this, right? Because I am, because I'm lonely. Some people are just lonely during the pandemic. I I God. Yeesh, you're going to expose me right here, Dad. You are exposed. You're sleeping in our room every night, right? You can go back to your room any night you want.
Thanks. Thank you very much for that. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we're going to wrap this up before my dad reveals anything more about me. Because I don't think, because did mom put you up to this? Were you trying to like no. expose me no. for not eating my vegetables or something? That would be the other advice I would have for kids is to eat. Oh, God, no, 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 no. Okay. No, fine, fine. What were you going to say? I said, eat your vegetables, read, exercise, and then do whatever you want during the pandemic and during your days at home. I am so sorry for the parents who are going to make their kids do this. Oh, also, quick fine print. Dylan is not responsible for your kids eating vegetables or reading or working out on the weekends. Thank you very much. There you go. Mm -hmm. Well, finally, thank you so much, Mr. Schefter, for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on my podcast. And have a great day. Thank you for having me. And uh, I've never said this to anyone who's interviewed me before, but I love you. <laughs> love you too, Dad. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into Dylan's Debate. I hope you loved this episode. Bye. Have a great day.